been some weeks since we talked about it. We, we've had two weeks go by, and there's been some drafting that's going on. So first off, I'll yep. address what I've gotten. So in the first week, I managed to pick up Ghostwire Tokyo and Starfield. I tried to get Destruction All-Stars, but you'll see also who got that. Anyway, mm-hmm. I picked up Starfield for a dollar. Yeah, that's really nice. I don't even think it's going to actually come out, but it, I only got it for a dollar, so it's like one of my Hail Marys I put in there. Yeah. And then Ghostwire Tokyo is another PlayStation exclusive that I'm excited about. It's like a first-person, wacky, survival, horror, action game thing. It's weird. And then Max... He managed to, the first week, get Destruction All-Stars, Harvest Moon, One World. I think that's it. I think that's all he got. I got... uh... And Destruction All-Stars already has a negative seven, and I think it's going to stay there. Yeah. So those are... That's one of the first points on the board. Was Actually, Jake had the first points on the board with one of his games. So what did you get, Jake? It was... Uh, the points I got were four. Uh, I think it's four points for uh, the medium. Um, but as far as bids go, I picked up um, Kenna Bridge of Spirits and Zelda Breath of the Wild Two. That's probably not going to be the name of it, but right now that's what we're calling it. So um, I got that for a dollar. Oh wait, I have five points for the medium. Yeah, you got five. Okay, yeah. Right now, Kenna's a really good pickup. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's going to be cool. I've made quite a few bets this week, so we'll see. Um, I know there's been other other bets placed, so Mm -hmm. I'm sure we've probably placed bids on, on similar games. And then Ian is interesting. He made a ton of bets over the last couple weeks, so we'll get up to date on those. Um, he now has State of Decay 3 and Total Warhammer 3. The Binding of Isaac Repentance, which is the sequel to the first Binding of Isaac game. And Axiom Verge 2, Psychonauts 2, and Biomutant. And I don't know much about Biomutant. Me either. But it comes out in May. Um, one of, I think... I know that first Axiom Verge game was like highly like uh it it's held in high regard, so that's probably gonna be a shoe in for another like good score. Probably. Psychonauts is the same and then yeah, Binding I of think, Isaac. Uh, and then State of Decay three, uh second State of Decay did pretty good. Decent. Yeah. I think Ian I mean, obviously, some of this is a gamble, but I think he knows what he's doing. Yeah, and he, he also already really has well. the highest points on the board right now yep. with Little Nightmares 2 scoring 12 points. So Ian's list is very sneakily. It's just going to build a ton of points all together, I think. Yeah. He's got a- he doesn't have a ton of big hitters, but he has a lot of just solid hitters. Pretty good lineup. It's probably 
I don't know. It's going to be really. And I don't think any of these will get delayed, so I think they're all guaranteed something. Stated K3 might. But the rest of it, I think, is pretty solid. Maybe not Vampire. I don't know if that one's going to actually come out. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping it doesn't come out. Because <laughs> it's my counter pick. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I still have no points on the board yet. We will see in the coming weeks. Um, yeah. So, as it stands right now, I have no points on the board. Max has negative seven. And Ian has 12. And Jake has five. So it goes Goodlyish Games, Esex Games, uh, Wet's Play Games, and Max Games. Games, 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 games. Games, games, games. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. So... I don't know. I'm excited about this draft thing. I think it's it's fun. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Every week it's like new shit. Yeah. I'm, and I'm really excited once all the games start coming out. Oh, yeah. Ratchet and Clank got a release date. So it's no longer nebulous. It's actually coming out June 11th. Mm. That's going to be a fun game. Even if it makes you win. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy that game. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh I think it'll I think it'll perform the way you want it to. May has so many games coming Dude. out. Like May is jam packed with games. You see how many games are coming out in May? Yeah, and the upcoming games. Wait. And March. Okay, so there's a bunch in April and March too, yeah. But um I'm hold on. Maybe I was thinking of March. March. I have two games coming out in May. <clears throat> I have uh, crap. Yeah, I have three games that are supposed to come out in March. And one in April. So I have four games in the next two and a half months. And right now I'm expecting eight. So that'll be half of the games that I have right now in my lineup. But we'll see. We will see. It always get pushed back. So I've been interested lately in uh, a certain topic in video games that are kind of interesting which is uh, top 10 lists and one of them that I came across recently was like 7 or top 10 bugs that became features in gaming and one of the a couple of them I know off the top of my head Um. so like Two standout ones. One's in Minecraft. Can you guess what it would be in Minecraft? That would be a bug that kind of became a feature. Um, I'm guessing. Yeah, you're guessing. Yeah. Okay, I think I might know this one, actually. I think I might so, have told you it. Maybe. 
Is it to do with the creepers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're supposed to be pigs. Mm-hmm. They ended up being coded wrong. Yeah, they were coded to be tall instead of long like a pig. Yeah. And so they just decided to keep it in the game. Yeah, and they made a new creature from it. And it's made like it the green, most... Made it made it explode. And yeah, and it's the most iconic <laughs> yeah, thing super. from... Everyone knows what From Minecraft, is. yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's <laughs> like the face. Yeah. Yeah. So that's an interesting one that like the creeper from Minecraft Minecraft is a mistake. There's another one that is from a super well-known game which is Mario. I don't know this the one. The old Mario games, there's a bug in them that became a a feature of future Mario games. Do you have any guess what it would be? Um Is it something to do? <laughs> is it something to do with like enemies? Um, no. No. It's got to do with movement. Uh, Specifically, the jump. There was a bug in the earlier games that became a feature. In later games. I don't know, dude. Is it where you like, you jump like super, like if you hold down the jump button, it's like. Super high up. You jump high. I don't fucking know. No. Uh, so. <laughs> no. So in. In early. Uh, Mario Kart. Or not Mario. Mario. Uh, not Mario Kart. I was going to say. Uh, you can <laughs> jump on walls. And there would be like a split second. If you jumped up against a wall. That you could jump again. And have a. A wall jump. A wall jump. Yeah. Okay. And that was a glitch in earlier games, but then in later in Mario 64, like, they added wall jump as a feature. And now that's like a core mechanic in all, like, 3D Mario games is the wall jump. I see. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love when that happens, dude. And the 2D Mario games now, too, have it, too. All right. What are, what are some other ones? Um. So... I was just looking through. Oh, another famous one is uh, in Civilization. You know the game Civilization. Civ Rev. Yeah, you, all the Civilization games are Sid, the one. The ones by Sid Meier. Yeah, Sid Meier yeah. Civilization. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those games uh, have had a big glitch in them in the beginning. That was uh, Gandhi. Uh, it was a glitch in the beginning. You know who Gandhi is, right? He, he yeah. is famous for peaceful Starving protests. Himself. Yeah. Um, and a peaceful guy, right? Yeah. And yeah. there's a bug in the early earlier games that like Gandhi is the most militant and aggressive. Yeah. In the Civ games, dude, he really is. Yeah, and everyone I've played, he, that he was is. a glitch early on. But in every game after that, because people noticed it and. They thought it was funny. They like on purpose made Gandhi the most aggressive <laughs> of funny <laughs> of the leaders. Yeah, <laughs> and he'll be the first to drop a nuke on you as soon as possible and stuff. Yeah, that's that is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a meme. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so that's that's another famous one that I can think of. Um, there's there's another one. Uh, yep, it's the Gandhi one. Uh, apparently, I don't know if 
how much of this is true, but there's uh, a glitch. Or a, apparently it was a developer programming Laura Croft early on wrong and made her tits instead of 50% bigger, they made them 150% bigger. <laughs> yeah, that was an accident. And then they <laughs> just kept it. Yeah. And Until recently. Yeah. Right. Until, yeah. yeah, until recently. But that was why her tits were so fucking huge in the yeah. beginning. Everyone was like, oh my God. Yeah. I bet you, like, he's like, oops, they weren't supposed to be that big. And then, like, the guy, like, overviewing is like, wait. Now, hold on. Now, hold on. <laughs> Hand me that paw scrubber. <laughs> but, sir, you don't have any paws. Hand me that paw scrubber. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm trying to. I like big tits. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the other um, glitches that I can find on. I here. like small tits. Not all of these are great. Like I like tits. <laughs> Just keep saying that. <laughs> I'm not a fan of someone who's not a fan of tits. <laughs> if you don't like tits, that's pretty low of you, to be honest. I mean, you don't even have to. It's not even like a sexual thing. I just like tits. It's just like I think they make good pillows. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, fun to play with. Yeah. Look at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching a video right now, trying to figure out the rest of the shit. But I keep filling time with tits. Totally, okay. it's awesome. Yeah. Tits is a good time filler. Oh, it's great. Tits are great for filling time. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, apparently combos and Street Fighter were a glitch. What? Combos? Yeah, so like the developers making Street Fighter, I guess, accidentally made it so that certain movesets, if you comboed movesets together and hit people enough times they would be stuck in an animation and they wouldn't be able to get out if you got if you got the right amount of combo moves off they would oh, be okay. stuck in an animation and you'd get to do ma- major damage to them and so um the developers knew about this and then they're like ah eh, we'll just leave it in there i mean like people probably won't find it and then yeah. people did and yeah. it became like a huge part of the community and then yeah. Everyone started adding combo moves and stuff to their yep. games. So that's how combos really start. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean that that is a core part of gaming now. Yeah. Combos like in in hack and slash games and stuff. Fighter. Yeah. Games. Yeah. Getting those move sets that are like apparently also same thing with Smash. There's like a way to jump jump in the air and then um do a dodge down or a block down or something. And you do this like side dash or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like a high skill move that um the d- developers just left in there, and it's kind of this like cheesy way to stay facing the same way but move across a distance. And a lot of high competitive Smash players <clears throat> use that move. Hmm. Yeah, man. You know that makes me think about um. 
I'll watch speed runs of games on mm-hmm. YouTube and stuff, and it's like these guys are masters of utilizing glitches and stuff. Another like, thing in Quake, um, rocket jumping became a thing, and that's where you oh yeah you aim at the ground. Yes, that, dude. That was kind of a bug at first too, where you aim at the ground jump and jump and fire, and, fire and, and then you can launch yourself and you can like go across the whole map. Like that's been in other games too, I think. Yeah, but like Quake was the first one to really uh, have that movement style popularized. Yeah, because it it's made now by the same I people that made Doom. Like I've tried, I've tried to do that in some games, and some games you just blow yourself. <laughs> Titanfall is one of the games you can do that really effectively. Yeah? Yeah. Because you have the exosuit or Yeah, you can also do it in Apex. You can throw a grenade down and jump and launch yourself far. Really? Yeah. Yeah, wait. That one video you showed me, what were they doing? I think they were using a car. They were slingshot. Oh, yeah, yeah. In Apex right now, you can, if you're Pathfinder, you can grapple a car while it's like sh- about to use its boosters and so he'll grapple a car and the car will boost right as you grapple it and it'll just catapult pathfinder like across the map that's fucking awesome yeah <laughs> <laughs> have you tried that um no i <laughs> i haven't tr- oh actually i think i have it's really hard to do yeah i, I remember us not being able to do it there's another glitch in Apex that was funny where you could like put a jump pad onto one of those supply bins, the supply crates. And then if you punch the supply crate for a while, as the more you punched it, it would like build up this jump pad of like momentum. Really? And it, when you took the jump pad, I think I still have a video of it on like my old PlayStation. Um, but if you hit the jump pad after that, you'd launch like halfway across the map like <laughs> like it's crazy damn dude that's pretty cool yeah i think i have it might be up here i love glitches i'll i'll show it to you afterwards but we can we can move on to the to the next topic let's do your topic okay let's do your 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 topic All you right. introduce it jake yeah i think anyone could talk about this anyone who enjoys wearing shoes <laughs> this is appealing to all yeah <laughs> um all right so i guess it's it's a question i'll pose to you say uh what in your opinion what makes a shoe wearable and what makes a shoe your favorite shoe like what are the things that a shoe has to have and has to be in order to be your favorite most loved pair of shoes shoes that you would take such good care of for as long as you possibly could and then maybe even buy another pair exactly the same shoe i've only had one pair of shoe i've only had one pair of shoe that i've really had that experience with it was for basketball it's a basketball shoe Okay. And as the the D the D Lillard ones were super like the comfiest shoe I ever got. And like I got them like my sophomore or junior year or something. 
and dude, so fucking comfy. What made them so good? They had padding in them, but it it was not cheap padding. Like I've had padding in shoes and basketball shoes in particular before, but you like after like a month or so, the padding in there would just like get destroyed. But mm-hmm. the padding in the other shoes stayed like intact and also just kind of like got even more comfy after a while. And the D Lillard one. And the D ones, yeah. D one. Yeah. D. I think they're called the Lillard ones or whatever. I don't know. Lillard ones. <laughs> <laughs> but they were super comfy, dude. Nice. And I didn't get another exact same pair. I wish I would have, but I just got like another pair of Lillards and they were comfy too, but they just weren't as comfy as the yeah. the ones were for me. Yeah. That's why so when it comes to shoes, I really I really like shoes. Mm-hmm. I'm not a sneakerhead, but I like shoes. And I like nice shoes. But um so I've I've always had trouble finding shoes that don't hurt my feet, fit my feet well and look good on on my feet. Um <clears throat> but like for me like right now I'm wearing these slides, Adidas slides. And it was one of the best investments I ever made. It was only like twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. You know? Slides are so nice, and you can wear them anywhere, and it's fine. You know, it's accepted by society that you can wear slippers out and about. That's so nice. That makes slides way high on my list. But they're not very good utility wise. Like you're not gonna wear those to work. Mm-mm. So. I got this one pair of shoes, and they were Crocs, believe it or not. I still have them, but they're old, and I need a new pair. They're, uh, I forgot the actual name of them, but they're they're slip-on Crocs. They they have cloth on the top. It looks like a tennis shoe. It's not like a regular Croc. And the sole in that shoe was, like, memory foam, but it also had these, like, round, like, quarter-size half spheres in the shoe that were also memory foam and it's just super comfy conforms to your foot really well and i got those as a christmas gift i think two ago but um recently i bought this pair of romeos and if you don't know what that what those are they're pretty much like a a slip-on boot and you can wear them to work they're leather, they're tough, they'll last for a long time, and they're really, really comfy. I mean, it's like the same, it's like a, it's like the Crocs, but the heavy-duty heavy shoe you can work in. Mm-hmm. So comfy. And the reason I bought them is because, um, for one, I knew my dad uh, had, like, a ton of those when I was growing up. A ton of Romeo. But, um... I my my regular work boots were just like hurting my feet so bad. Like I would have huge blisters after working all week, you know. And those they're basically hiking shoes. Yeah. Like they're nice, but I don't want to wear them all day, you know. So, yeah, that's what makes a shoe good for me. It's got to last a long time. Got to be comfy. Gotta look good. 
And if it meets all that criteria, it might be your favorite shoe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't really care what they look like for me as long as they're like comfortable, durable, and um yeah, they they last a long time, like you said. What about Kinda... those loud ass shoes that people wear now? Like 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 it's almost like we went back in time. To me, like some of those shoes look so you know what I'm talking about? Just loud and big, bulky tennis shoes that just that you know, they're like green and, and yellow and like purple yeah. and like loud as fuck. You're you're speaking of crocs earlier. Do you see the post Malone like signature shoe crocs that he was no. selling? What? Yeah, he's selling like signature post Malone crocs. Gotta look this up. <laughs> they sold out super fast. Post Malone I believe it. People love Crocs, man. <coughs> as much as I hate to admit it, people love Crocs. Typed in Post Malone Crocs. A limited post Crocs. They're available. I'm going to. I don't think they're them. available. They just got like. Some of his tattoos, like, designs on it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> just, like, basic-ass Crocs. Now people are putting pins on their Crocs. Yep, yeah, there's pins on it. Bedazzling them. Yeah. Crocs is a actually really good brand of shoe, dude. I'm not... Yeah, my girlfriend loves Croc. Yeah, they have. So their clogs are the, you know, when you think about a Croc, it's the clogs mm-hmm. that are just rubber. And that's the first kind of Crocs that I have, but they make slippers, they make work shoes, they make sandals, tennis shoes. So the strap on the back, that just is for, so it stays on. Yeah, if you're going to be out walking around, like I'd use a strap. But if I'm just in the house, I'm not a strap. Interesting. Yeah, it definitely helps hold it on your foot. Yeah, he he had his own signature uh, croc that was sold out, like, instantly. But they were, like, not as expensive as, they're, like, 60 bucks or something. They're not as expensive as normal signature shoes usually go on sale at, like, at 200 you know? Yeah. Because they're just Crocs. I thought it was kind of a cool idea, hitting, like, a more middle market. Yeah. That's that's Post Malone's market, dude. <laughs> that's, that is his market. Like, you see that guy? He's so rich. He's yeah. one of the richest artists that there is, probably. <laughs> yeah. And he still dresses like a... White track. <laughs> yeah. That's why people love him so much because he's like rich but poor. Yeah. You know, he's like, he's like poor in his heart, but rich. Yeah. Everywhere else. <laughs> we got famous off of those YouTube videos, right? Yeah. Those like singles he put on. Covers and singles that he made. Yeah. yeah. 
That's how he got famous. And White Iverson. You know, yeah, White Iverson. That's <laughs> that is. I I was in high school, and that came out, and it was just like overnight, boom! This this guy, Post Malone, all of a sudden he's ultra famous. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I thought he was black when I first heard him. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't a fan instantly either. Like I liked his beer bongs and Bentleys when that came yeah. out. I I got super into him when that came out. Then yeah. I listened to a couple of his older albums after that, but I wasn't like a fan of him after before. I heard him all the time, and I was like, "Yeah, it's just Post Malone." And then yeah, exactly. It, then like, he put out Beer Bongs and Bentleys, and I was like, "Oh, this, this yeah. is some good shit." Yeah, he's he's actually super talented. Mm-hmm. And then I got more into some of his older songs too. Yeah. So whenever Stony came out, you know, mm-hmm. the one that White Iverson is on, White Iverson was just so overplayed. Yeah. That was the only song I ever heard from him. Yeah. So I didn't really like him at first either. But then I checked out his whole album. And he's got some great songs on that yeah. album, dude. Better than White Iverson for sure. Yeah. But that's White Iverson just, was just the radio hit type yeah. of deal. Yeah. yeah. Radio hit. Like that you can you can party that to that song. Yeah. Vibe. It's not a bad song, but it's No. It's a not his best. It didn't yeah, it didn't bring me into his fandom. No. Nope. But that's, I would say that's what brought most people to like. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what made him popular. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what what was my next thing I was going to bring up? I had another thing on here. Let me look at the old list. We went from shoes to Post Malone. Oh, yeah. Since now we're in like the, the kind of the midst, I guess not everyone has one, but um, we're actually pretty lucky that we got one. Uh, but it, we got next gen consoles out in the wild right now, and it's it's hard to get one. But there are a bunch of uh, games that are seventy dollars right now. Like, Is there? yeah, like Cold War, like um, Cold War seventy. Yeah, on next gen, mm-hmm. only sixty on PC. Yeah, it's seventy dollars on next gen. Hmm. Hmm. You got NBA two K, seventy dollars. Hold on a second. Let me think about it. Uh, Demon Souls 70. I guess that is how they would make up for the great deal they gave us on such a beast of a console. Yeah, so it just came out recently that um, Sony actually has taken a loss so far. On yeah. we thought We thought that they took a loss on um, their digital consoles, but it, it's looking like they're actually taking a loss on the uh, disk drive consoles too, the 500. So far. So far they've taken a loss, but I'm sure back. No, like taking a loss, it's it's a loss for them to manufacture it and sell it. Yeah, so which means they've lost money. Yeah. Since they've the, made that console, but that's probably why they made so few in the first place and also why um, they're like upcharging things now. Like you'll probably see PlayStation Plus go up five. No, Same I thing with it's it's common for like console launches to consoles to launch at a loss to be manufactured and sold at a loss. You know what I'm you know what I mean? What that means? So like it costs more for them to make the console yeah. and sell it. So they're losing money at first. Yeah. 
but over time they'll make their money back. Yeah, through you know, yeah. like through game sales and subscriptions. Yeah. So and stuff. that's why they're okay with that. Yeah, that's that's how a lot of people launch. Yeah, that's how home. a lot of people. But the 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 funny that's thing is that's how they compete with PC. They yeah, prices. The funny thing is about that is when you launch a console at a loss, you lose more money the more people buy your console. Yeah. Yeah. The more you have to yeah. manufacture, the, the more, more you have you to lose. manufacture, the more you lose. It's kind so, of like give and take. Yeah, they're making an investment into into the consumer, mm-hmm. saying, "Okay, well, we'll make this awesome console cheap as dirt, and then everyone but, buys it up, and they lose a lot of money because everyone's buying it but up." But then they're like, "You just gotta play our game, yeah, and subscribe to PS Plus." Yeah, you yeah. get people in the door at a loss, and then make a lot of money over time. It's like Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> the I love Mormon <laughs> and boobs definitely <laughs> but the and so do Mormon I think I think Mormon like boobs so they manu it's it's rumored that they manufactured less digital than um than disc drive PS5s and I think they came out recently and said they've matched <clears throat> how many uh, units sold the PS4 had at launch in the same time frame. So they've matched that, which is pretty impressive during the pandemic and shortage of stuff. They've matched units sold? Yeah, they've matched. When PS4 launched in the same time frame, they sold the same amount as PS5 so far. Huh. Really? Yeah, which is pretty good because PS4 sold pretty well yeah and that, but that's initially. weird because like people that's weird because people uh <laughs> i'll do it for you hopper don't worry <laughs> hopper yeah so when the ps4 came out it's like i knew a ton of people who got the ps4 mm-hmm. i only know two people who have the ps5 so i don't think it's the average consumer who's bought up the console made those yeah. sales numbers well, like that. There's much more of a problem this time around of scalpers too. Yeah. Which is so but evil. It still counts as units sold for them, so they're still um Do you think it's Sony scalping Sony their own it? product and then reselling? No. <laughs> no, I don't think it's manufactured at all. That like Nintendo de- Nintendo definitely does that. They scalp their own? No, they on purpose manufacture less yeah, they under-manufacture so that it increases um, or it it's more scarce and then increases demand, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, this time around, I don't think because all the talk is around like PlayStation. It's like, oh, get a PS5 and Dude, stuff. I don't see anybody talking about so Xbox. So it would definitely help them if they had like the the demand is already set there. They don't have to increase it artificially anymore, you know. I think it would be smarter for them not to. So I don't think it really makes sense for them to artificially increase it any more than it already is. Yeah. Especially with how scalpers are nowadays. Yeah. But scalpers are a huge problem. Yeah, for us. Yeah. Not for Sony. No, not for but Sony. For us. <laughs> Sony's like, yeah, scalp them. But it could be, (laughs) see, the thing is, it could be a problem for Sony if somehow uh, 
Microsoft figures out how to manufacture way more and people are still scalping PS5 consoles and then people get sick and tired of trying to find a PS5 console and they're just like, well, I'll get the Series X. So it's like, at a certain point, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens first, it's going to be like, as is who's going to increase their supply first the most? Like, yeah. who's going to be readily, readily available most? And then you'll see a big boom in sales for them. I, I feel like Series X is already manufactured more. You think? I think, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I kind of get that feeling too, that maybe they already have better manufacturing going on right now. Like, I don't see a lot of Series Xs, but. It it would make sense though too, because you'd assume more people are scalping PS5 consoles than Series X. I mean, there's still a lot of both, but you would think that since the zeitgeist is around PS5 coming out that more people would be like, oh, it's in my business interest to scalp this console more than the other one. Yeah, because it is talked about way. Yeah. Uh, that's just from my personal Yeah, you just see hashtags. Instagram. Like, it's so much... It's just an easier hashtag than, like, the Series X, you know? Xbox. <laughs> people aren't even... I don't even think they're calling it Series X. You know, like, oh, I got Series X. Oh, yeah, I got the new Xbox. Yeah. But it's still, like, Xbox... Their naming conventions are not as easy to be like, oh, it's PS4, next is PS5. You know, it's like, oh, it was Xbox One or Xbox One X, and now it's Xbox. It's so weird. Series X. Xbox. Xbox 360. Xbox One. Xbox Series. It's like they've tried to change it up like three times. (laughs) They've like rebooted their naming conventions three times. Yeah, dude. And, And honestly, man. You know what pisses me off? It doesn't really piss me off. Maybe a little. But, like, they should have redesigned their fucking controller. Yeah. I mean, well, maybe not total reboot. Well, apparently like, there was, like, a, an email that went around to a bunch of, uh, like, PS Plus, or, I'm not PS Plus, Xbox Live members or something, or something like that, uh, Xbox players. There was, like, an email that went out, or, of like, a poll of, like, do you want... Or how do you feel about the new controller for Sony or whatever? And do you want to see one for Microsoft? So I heard, I think there's kind of talk behind the scenes of Microsoft releasing a new controller with haptic yeah. feedback. Could be years from now. But. Well, you know, those, they do have a secondary line of controllers. Mm-hmm. Actually, they have two. They got lines. the Elite controllers, yeah. They have, yeah, the Elite and the the elite v2 like they Mm -hmm. they they sell both of those still but yeah it's like it's like anything else like it's well it's like it's they basically have sell their own scuff controller Mm -hmm. and they're super expensive they're like 300 dollars. yeah yeah it's crazy yeah a guy at my work had a a scuff controller he got from microsoft that was like super expensive he ended up Selling all of his console and everything too. <laughs> really, like he's not playing games anymore. Which is Some weird. people spend more money on their scuff controllers than on their console. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if you got the money, do it. I like a nice controller though, with like the back buttons. Yeah, I want <laughs> There's one a, of those too. Apparently, Sony's patenting uh, 
back button attachment for a PS5 controller because they had one for PS4. But apparently, they there's a patent that went out, got leaked for PS5 oh. back button attachment too. Yeah, so you don't have to pay $300 for that feature. Yeah. Yeah. That was super nice about the PS4 controller, and I could put it on any controller I wanted. It wasn't just like, here, I bought this one controller, and if mm-hmm. a stick goes bad on it, that sucks. It's like, oh, I can insert this back button attachment. This on all to- six of my yeah. PS4 controllers. Yeah, all my controllers. Like, this one died. Oh, shit. I don't want to sit by a charger. I'll just plug it into this other one. It's pretty nice. Yeah, that is really nice. I wish Xbox had some. I don't know if they do or not. If they do, well, it's definitely not first party. Yeah, and I'm playing Apex with a PS4 controller with a back button attachment right now. On PS5. On PS5, just because I I much rather have the back buttons than yeah. have the nice. I love the feel of the controller on PS5 way more. Yeah, but it's just not. But I don't have the back button, so it's like I'd rather have the the function over. Yep. Over how it feels. Over you know? aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's aesthetically pleasing, but is it as useful? Mm-hmm. No, not yet, but yeah, when, when I get that, that. that attachment, then I'm, I'm going to be completely swapped over. Yeah, because you're going to have the utility that you want, and you're going to yeah. have the look that you want, and it'll be perfect. And those controllers have been working better for me, too. Have they? The PS5 ones, yeah. But they're also new, so, I mean... They could have problems later on. Yeah, they could. Very likely. Especially, especially with the uh, the trigger. I heard that a lot of people are having problems with their the adaptive triggers. Really? That, yeah, apparently the adaptive triggers sometimes stuck. just give out and you can, like, click it in or... Jiggle it. <laughs> or, like, the slightest touch will, like, trigger it. Really? Yeah, apparently the gear or something breaks in there and then they're su- hypersensitive. I guess that would be better than like not sensitive at all. But still it's uh Yeah, it sucks for those suck. people who are having that problem. Yeah. I I haven't had any those problems yet. I got two. So when I got dual the, senses. when I got when I first got my Xbox 1, I um I had two controllers and I I used one a lot more than the other one, just because like the other one just sat on the charger. So this one controller, like man, I used to rage at games, and I would throw my controller around and, and whatever. But I had concrete floors, so mm-hmm. like I would never. I always threw the controller at my bed, so it was soft, right? Yeah, <laughs> but I could still get that anger out. Yeah, motherfucking Dark Souls. Well, then, like, one day, seriously, dude, like, I had beat that controller up so bad, but it was still in perfectly good working order. And then one day I dropped it from probably two or three feet onto the concrete, and it hit right on the RB button, Mm -hmm. and it stuck, and it never had been fixable. Wow. And then... Uh, yeah, the other controller, about a week later, I was using the other controller, and I dropped that right on the right handle, and the Y button started sticking, mm. and so did the D-pad. 
So both of my controllers were fucked. So I went and got a new one. Brand new. 80 some dollars. And. Uh, had that for a long time. And then Luna cheap. Uh, I'm trying to figure out. To go back to our. Go back to our talk about game prices. I want to figure out which games right now. On the store for PlayStation. Are $70. Um, Yeah. Demon Souls seventy, Back for Blood's gonna be um sixty. Ratchet and Clank is gonna be seventy. Death Loop's gonna be sixty. So there is um there is variation. I'd say most most AAA game seventy. Mm-hmm. You're on out for the next probably ten. Valhalla was still sixty on next gen. Mm. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, Cold War seventy on on next gen. I bought it on PC and it was on. Let me make sure it's it's actually because it's not true next gen. So I don't I don't know if it is seventy. I wouldn't know. Cause I haven't Cold looked. Cold War. It's not truly a next gen. It's most people are still playing it on the PS4. I barely ever see any Xbox players. Play with a lot of PC and PS4 players. Cold War says there's a cross gen bundle. That's $70. So maybe. So Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War, cross gen bundle, PS4, and PS5 is 70 If you just buy the PS4 version, it's 60 Wow. So they add the $10 if you get the PS5 version. It's also it's still so weird because. That is weird. I haven't seen that kind of. Well, I guess with Miles Morales, there was the. Like the twenty dollar version or whatever, and then you bought that with the um with the remaster version, and then you get Miles Morales and remaster for seventy bucks. But that's the only that's like two different games though, not the same game with two different versions. Toad, get off! Yeah, that's weird. I'm I'm for it. I'm for a a wider range of prices. As long yeah, as it's honestly, as long as it's not your like, like let's look through here for a game. I think as long as it's not like a small game like Bug Snacks. As long as that's not seventy dollars. Yeah. Like I'm fine, but if there's like a a wider breadth of them, like if they they came out with The Last of Us three, I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm for sure. I would pay seventy dollars for another Last. Yeah, of Us. Yeah, I think a higher price. You know, you're paying the developers more. They're going to have better quality games, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But yeah, for, I'm like, okay the next 2K game, I'm probably not going to get, even though I really enjoyed this last one. Probably not going to pay 70 bucks for a yearly installment type of game. Yeah, man. that I think that should stop. <laughs> I think it would. Because <sighs> people know. sink so much fucking money into those games every year. I think those yearly installment games, maybe not Call of Duty because they change, but um, even Call of Duty, I think they should space them out. Yeah, at least a year in between. Oh, I was thinking of like instead of, not not necessarily necessarily for Call of Duties, but like your sports games, just make them like you pay for one sports game and then they update it like every year. Yeah. 
like a big overhaul. Yeah, like an overhaul until, update. Until it's just like, okay, it's time to make a new game. Mm-hmm. You yeah. pay in once, and then it's like, donezo. Yeah, but then also these microtransactions, like that just adds. Yeah, you'd they'd they'd have to have, do microtransactions, I guess, for that then. I, I think, yeah, if, well, if you're going to have a ton all over your game in every corner, nook and cranny, I think the game should be free. Yeah. I think that should be a, a, a thing that we normalize because, like, it is ridiculous that people drop $60, $70 on 2K and then most people end up paying an extra, like, hundred fucking dollars for vc yeah and then the next year it doesn't even carry over in any way yeah that is ridiculous toad hey stop yeah that is pretty ridiculous but if like your triple a games can go up 10 bucks or so you know for their price then hopefully those triple a games don't even need to even think about microtransactions yeah but they will yeah, they're, they're so greedy, money hungry. It's sad. well, most most first party Sony games don't have transactions in them. Yeah, that's that is awesome. Yeah, like, that's cool. But like Call of Duty, it's one of the biggest games out mm-hmm. there. Everybody plays Call of Duty pretty much, and they have some of the most expensive microtransactions. Yeah, like you you buy one bundle, you're gonna be paying forty. Mm-hmm. Like for a nice big bundle with two, two or three skins, like that's the, yeah, that's the price of a new game. Yeah, and that's it. Also okay. depends on the microtransaction too. But the fact that they made DLC like new maps and shit free, mm-hmm. kind of like that. Yeah, you know, to everybody. Like if you buy the game, you're pr- you're gonna get the new map, get all that. But that's the trade off they've made. So it used to be where you pay twenty dollars every quarter of the year. And you get a new DLC, mm-hmm. you know, five or six maps, you know, skins and stuff. That's the way I really wish it would go back to. You like, want to pay for those like actual gameplay changes? Yeah, like a season pass, like, like cut out the fucking microtransactions. Put put things in DLC bundles that you pay for. Those th- th- that almost seems more shady to me. I don't know. It's not the way I see it. Like, especially with a season pass, it's like you buy the season pass and then you get whatever you get. Whereas if you just get to pick and choose what you buy whenever it comes out. You can do that too. It's just going to be like 20 or $30 more expensive to buy all four. Yeah. Like if you say there's four installments over the year. Mm-hmm. You pay twenty dollars for each one. That's gonna be. Isn't that bucks. how it is right now, though? No. You get all that for free. Yeah. And then it's like cosmetic stuff you have to pay for. So you can buy a battle pass for ten dollars. Mm-hmm. And you get the stuff in the battle pass, which I honestly I don't have an issue with the battle pass. I think battle mm-hmm. pass is cool because it's a one-time payment. Yeah. But well, until the next season. But then yeah. the, all the stuff in the battle pass is free. Mm-hmm. Or you, well, you've paid for it. And if mm-hmm. you go earn it, then you get to keep it. But like with the microtransaction, the store, you seriously, you have to buy COD points in intervals of like 
800 1200 yeah. like it goes up you know it keeps going on until you get to you pay a hundred dollars you get like five thousand cod points mm-hmm. you can only buy like two or three bundles with that mm-hmm. that is bullshit in my opinion that is not the way to do it i think that the cosmetics if there's going to be cosmetics in a game in the first place either put them in the battle pass or like make them you know you remember halo reach where they had a system where you earn credits mm-hmm. and then you can buy the cosmetic shit in the game through the work you do in the game yeah now the company would lose money well they wouldn't lose money they just wouldn't be making as much mm-hmm. by doing that but that that made hey that's that is one of the reasons why i loved halo so much halo because you could like earn the cosmetics yes you earn it you don't just fucking go pay for it yeah you know like you know any any kid could go out and buy a Fortnite skin yeah with, the, with his mom's credit card but like in halo reach you can't do that if you want the cool shit yeah. you gotta get to like you gotta level up you gotta yeah, that was a different time, though. And I don't think you'll ever get back to that. The genie's yeah. out of the bottle where people make so much money on it that it's it's not ever going to go back to a, a time before now where you can make money on microtransactions. Yeah. It's super sad because it's ruining game. Multiplayer. <clears throat> microtransactions are like the worst thing that's ever happened to average consumer. <laughs> I don't know if all of them are. Like, I really don't think the the cosmetic, like buying skins and you don't really have to earn it, I don't think that really hurts the average consumer. I mean, it might not hurt the average consumer, but like, it just sucks. Just fucking sucks, in my opinion. It takes some of the... At least in Apex. In Apex, you can earn those legendary skins just by playing the game. Yeah. Like, you can you can get enough crafting materials out of boxes that you're given. To, to a certain extent, yeah. Yeah, like, you're not going to get all the skins. By doing Most people, I'd say, probably pay real money for that. But Apex is a free-to-play game. So mm-hmm. I think in that regard, microtransactions are somewhat okay. Yeah. Because they're making money. And the game is free to everyone. Mm-hmm. And all the updates are free. But, like, in a in a AAA game, you've already paid $60 for it. I don't think microtransactions should exist. They're, like, evil, yeah. dude. It's evil. It's yeah, so it's... greedy and gross. Making a another buck off of like skins and stuff in a full sixty dollar game is or seventy dollars now with some games. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then it's a yearly installment, like COD. I mean, fuck, dude. It's like, you know, if nobody, like, I hear so many people. I hear way more people saying, "I don't like microtransactions," but like people still buy them. Mm-hmm. And if everyone would just stop buying them, they would not do them. Yeah. But that's but not going to happen. Yeah, there's always yeah. going to be whales and people that want 
kids. And it's shit. keeping up with the Joneses and the video game type of thing. Like, oh yeah. man, this guy, this uh, YouTuber thing. has got like this cool skin. Yeah, I want that. Or, oh, dude, Ninja has his own skin yeah. in Fortnite. I want to be Ninja. Yeah, and it's it's like so sick because they're targeting kids too. Mm-hmm. They're tar the most like microtransactions, especially in Fortnite. Not a lot of grown adults play Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. Kids play Fortnite. Yeah. And Fortnite is another free game though. Yeah, but it's still it's sick that they're targeting kids. Most of them don't even have a job. Yeah. So really they're targeting the kids' parents. Like mm-hmm. through the kids. Like if your kids like that's peop you know, marketing companies have been doing that forever. You you get the kid like, Oh, look here, look here, look here. Bright yeah. colors. Fancy words, yummy, 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 good stuff. Yeah. And it's like, Mom, I fucking want that. I need it. And the mom's like, no, honey, sorry, can't do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, th- you know, throw a tantrum, and it's like the only thing that'll get that kid to shut up is if you buy him whatever he's asking for. Or you grab Or him. not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, most parents are going to want the easier way out. I'd say, I don't know, I'm not a parent, but like yeah. a lot of parents probably do. That's a parenting problem too, though. <laughs> yeah, but but it's the like it's caused by the company. Yeah. Like if the companies weren't so evil and didn't do that and target children, then that wouldn't be happening at all. Mm-hmm. Also, at least... it wouldn't be happening if the parents didn't give their kids that aren't making money money, you know. Yeah. I mean, but even then, like some kids will just go steal their parents' credit card, mm-hmm. and and that's I I don't theft. think that's a yeah I don't think that's a majority. No, <laughs> I mean it happens a lot, but it's yeah. definitely not the majority. No, but yeah, it's just it's fucked because these companies are like, yeah, do it, mm-hmm. <laughs> do it. give us money. We're okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next year it's like oh you're level one you ain't got dick on yeah. your account well the cool thing about i don't know about the call of duty battle pass but i know when i was a kid that if i had to spend any money on a game or anything i would try and find a way not to like to spend i was really frugal i was like oh what's the best way for me to game the system so I don't ever have to spend the money or if I do have to spend money can I make it work so I don't ever have to spend money again on it and I always tried to game those systems and games <laughs> yeah little mini systems and like in Fortnite with his battle passes if you pay for it once theoretically you never have to pay for another battle pass ever again yeah if you get to level 100 yeah and then you'll get thousands of skins from that thousands of cool skins that's why battle pass is i think that's cool i'm cool with that 100 percent. put that in every game like not every game but like every free game every free game for sure yeah definitely even call of duty like i'm like that's cool but it's because it's a ten dollar one-time payment over the course of like that battle pass will last three months you play if you get tier 100 you have earned enough COD points to buy another battle pass, the next battle pass. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm okay with that, but I'm not okay with the fucking random ass, ooh, you want the new Viper? Give us $24. Yeah, yeah, and there's no other way to get it besides that. Yeah. Yeah, I like multiple avenues into getting skins. 
And in, in uh, Warzone, this is a controversial topic. Like, a lot of people want this skin taken out. Forget what the name of it is, because I don't really play Warzone that much. But um, there's a skin that's at level 100 in the Battle Pass. And it's it's literally, it made Warzone pay to win. Really? It's a skin that gives you a little advantage? It's extremely dark. Oh, really? If you're wearing it, people cannot see you. In, if you're in a corner, they cannot. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's so many complaints. And, of course, that makes, the more people talk about it, the more people want to get it. Yeah. So now everybody has this fucking skin. Not everybody, but tons of people have this fucking skin that gives them this crazy edge above everybody else who either couldn't afford the battle pass, didn't get to tier 100, you know? Yeah, there's not as big of a controversy as that, but they're small, and then they don't ever really turn into controversies because there's uh, skins in Apex that are, some of them, some of the gun skins and stuff have better iron sights than others. It's yeah. just kind of accepted I've among seen the community. That. Yeah. Certain skins I've I've collected yeah. are like shit iron sights, yep. and some are like, whoa. Yeah. This is an improvement, huge yeah. improvement. Yeah. There's so many different skins and stuff. In it. It's kind of, and the iron sight is not a big deal because you can just put a sight mm-hmm. on any gun. Most um, people do. But yeah, it is. Maybe it. maybe it gives you a slight at The thing is, it's like, how much of an edge is that really? Like, we're talking about small percentage, but as opposed to the Warzone thing, which sounds like, to me, Becoming a much bigger issue now. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it's growing and growing as it gets more popular on how much of an issue it could be mm-hmm. gameplay wise. They might, you know, by now, it, that was like last week I read that. Mm-hmm. They might have changed it, but I doubt it. I doubt they've done anything about it. Because Call of Duty. <laughs> they don't, you know, they used to really. Activision. Yeah. Activision is super greedy company. Yeah. But they Call of Duty used to be, like, they used to make solid games. Mm-hmm. They really did. It's always had a good story. Then they came out with the zombies mode and the multiplayer modes, and they were really, really killing it there for a while. Yeah. But then they went downhill, and it was right around the time when microtransactions became a, a big thing. Mm-hmm. And that happened with Battlefield, and that happened with fucking a bunch of other games. Yeah. Until they figured out the battle pass thing. They got the battle pass set up in there. And now Call of Duty is gaining a lot more popularity again. People are playing it like they used to. And I think that they like they brought back devs from... So Treyarch and Activision brought back devs from like the original Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2. Treyarch brought back devs from the original Black Ops. And remade these games, pretty much. Built these refranchise you know their game yeah re they rebooted themselves and now they're making solid games again i think they just have these bullshit greedy little and it's activision i can tell you know it's not yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. treyarch and infinity ward that are like it's a higher up decision yeah yeah it's because they're looking at numbers like around money, the... money 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 yeah. a bunch of old old big wigs you know just want to collect as much money as possible yeah. it's gross yeah it is <laughs> but that's the world we live in and so we gotta deal with it and you know 
you don't have to buy you don't have to pay money yeah to have fun with it i think something that's interesting that's not as much talked about in microtransactions is the the good i think the bad outweighs the good a lot of times but some of the good stuff about my microtransaction is is cool and how you can basically just you know if you want that you can get that and it and it's like personalization for your like for me in apex right now i um i have this theme with a couple of my legends and i'm waiting just as time goes on for other skins to be released that are the same color scheme mm-hmm. but i like the personalization of i can get these pink and blue skins i have like four legends that have pink and pink and blue skins or whatever they have and I have those as like picked only for those skins for those legends, but the rest of them I have a bunch of other skins that are cool. But as soon as the pink and blue variation comes out of one skin, I'm like, oh shit, I need to pick that up because that's fucking dope. That's like part of my whole, mm-hmm. my personalized touch on my like my roster, you know, that which is, is cool. cool. But that is a small plus put up against a much larger negative of. You know. And you could achieve that same level of personalization without micro. Yeah, you can. It's just, it's a choice the company makes. And we don't have a say. And that's okay, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, it has to be okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> what are we going to fucking do? I guess, you know, we could boycott them. But there, you could never in a million years get enough people to stop playing Call of Duty. And be on the same page about microtransactions. Right. Yeah. Some people love them. People Some people spend all their money on microtransactions. Yeah. It's like, wow, why don't you go out and buy something that you hold in your hand? If you yeah. want to spend all your money on things. Also, it is it is fair to say as a counterpoint to that, it's like yeah, I could go out and buy like a a new pair of shoes or something like that or I could get something in this game that I put 100 plus hours into every day or not every day but like every so often yeah and it depends on each person's personal interest yeah Yeah. because some people value what they wear more Mm -hmm. than the video games they play yeah and some people are complete op they they would rather spend their and that's perfectly fine yeah some like I I hate when people judge me for spending money that I earned on a video game. You mm-hmm. know, like I don't like that feeling. Yeah. When people are like, "Oh my god, it's such a waste of money!" You know, video <laughs> games. Like, no, I it, I actually enjoy it. It's one of my hobbies, so I don't yeah. think it's a waste. Yeah. I do think it it's expensive, but I don't think it's a waste. Yeah, you know, it's I, just like everyone has their hobby. vices too. Everyone has something they dump a lot of money into. It like, yeah. unless you're absolutely like super good on being frugal about something, like most people have their vices. What they like, some people like to buy a lot of alcohol. Some people mm-hmm. get a lot of coffee. You know, like it can be <laughs> yeah. can be anything. Like uh, at Fucking work, cake cups are not cheap. Dude. At work, I went and like I don't eat very healthy, so. At work, I, like, go and get fast food a lot, right, for, like, lunch and stuff. And I kind of enjoy fast food because my body can handle it. I don't have super bad negative effects for me right now. Not yet. As as (laughs) things go on, I'm enjoying it right now, you know. I'm I'm not, like, oh, shit, like, I'm, like, I'm, 
getting a lot of weight or something like that. I'm enjoying my privilege of having like a high metabolism and not getting mm-hmm. super overweight, right? So I'm like, oh, I can uh, eat out and be a fucking pig and a slob, you know? But I'm enjoying that, and that's kind of like a vice for me, you know? And uh, one of the guys at my work is like, isn't that how you stay poor? Is you just like keep spending money on like fast food and stuff? It's like, yeah, I guess so. And meanwhile, he is over there. He's got like a dip in. He's got a thing of tobacco. Mm-hmm. He's vaping on his pen. And he's also, he gets like three Red Bulls a day. And he's yeah, out there smoking. Got their and thing. he's smoking a cigarette on all of his breaks. It's like, Damn. that adds up, bro. That guy's fucking, <laughs> I'm like, he's on a fast track. You know, I mean, I do the same thing, though. If I'm not doing any of that shit and I'm just spending money every day on fast food for lunch and stuff, in my opinion, I think that's better than me getting like three Red Bulls a day and a coffee and like, you know, smoking and yeah, having a vape. The same and stuff. thing. I'm like, I'm spending the same amount as you or less. You know, just <laughs> it's on like my thing. That yeah, I like. it's yeah. just I'm not doing all that stuff. But you think that I'm wasting my money on this? When if you really look at it, you're spending a lot of money on what you do too. You know, it was just something I thought was funny. What is that? Check that out, dude. <laughs> it's a it's a grinder. Ooh, or herb. Really nice. You've been on grinder lately. <laughs> oh yeah, every day. But I mean, <laughs> that's a weed. Wait, grinder. how do you? Uh, oh, is it magnetized? Yeah. Oh, nice. Got it at the Red Barn. Red Barn. We're not sponsored by Red Barn. Uh, no, no sponsor. But Jake did just turn 21. Wish him a happy yo, yo. birthday. Turn up, turn up. He is of age. He can legally podcast now. Can legally ruin my life <laughs> in any way I choose. Yeah. And, unless it's renting a car. Yeah, but you can't legally ruin your life <laughs> renting a car yet. <laughs> That's you, when you're a sure. full adult. Yeah. That's when you truly become an adult. When yeah. you can rent a fucking car. Yeah. You're not actually an adult yet. You're just 21, brother. <laughs> Good <Well>. luck. <laughs> we can send you off to war to die, but don't even think about renting a car right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can smoke cigarettes. You can have emphysema. You can get no married. Cigarettes. You can, yeah, you can get married. You can own a house. You can ruin your life in <laughs> so many fucking ways. You can go into debt by. But you better not try to rent no fucking car. Don't you dare think about renting that fucking Maserati, bro. <laughs> if you try to rent a fucking car, we'll say no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to the Wetstock Podcast. <laughs> Longest intro ever. Uh, the this has been Josh. I'm just a normal guy, you know, twenty, not twenty one, not a full adult, not twenty five, not a full full adult Fucking yet. Pussy, just a pussy, baby, twenty year old baby. baby pussy. Jake over oh, here okay. is twenty one, single also. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, take care, guys. Penis.